Welcome to Unscripted, your weekly podcast featuring Kirby Hossman and Bill Petrie, where they talk about all things promotional, marketing, and branding. As always, it's brought to you by Promo Corners Identity Marketing, the interactive tool for promotional products professionals. Now, here's Kirby and Bill. Welcome to this week's episode of Unscripted. I am going to stop numbering them because, frankly, I can't count that high. I went to Texas A&M University, so math is not my strong suit. I am your co-host, Bill Petrie, and with me, as always, is the fabulous Kirby Hossam. And Kirby, I ask this every week, how the hell are you? <laughs> well, apparently I'm fabulous. Uh, no, I'm good, man. I'm, I'm uh, excited to be chatting with you, as I am each week. And uh, how, how the hell are you, man? I'm good. Getting ready to uh, head out to Dallas, Fort Worth, uh, to the nurturing bosom of the mothership of PPAI, <laughs> because we have the uh, leadership development workshop. Yep. Uh, I am been I've been honored to uh, be uh, the incoming president for. PPAMS, which is the Promotional Products Association of the Mid-South. And so I'm going to go down there this week and learn how not to screw that up. So <laughs> that's good. Really, looking, really looking forward to that. Well, that's cool. Um, yeah, I, I, I am anxious to hear stories about that. Um, any, any event like that, I think usually I get a lot out of. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward. So are you ready to get into this? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Do you have a topic or do you want me to go first? I, I do. And, and as always, Kirby, I want to thank you for having the courage to be on this podcast. It, it is a tremendously courageous move on your part. So I, I, I was looking around the other day and uh, on the uh, promotional products professionals page on Facebook, which is such a gold mine for content. It yep. really is. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm not naming any names. Okay, cool. But looking at some of the distributors who were asking – some good questions, some not so good. Doesn't really matter. But I, I went kind of down an internet rabbit hole, which is always a dangerous thing. And I started looking at some of their websites and some of the brands that distributors in our industry have. And by my very unscientific results, I'd say about seventy three point eight four percent have what I would call horrible brands whether the name of the company doesn't relate to what they do okay whether the logo itself is confusing or makes no sense or whether the color scheme is is bad mm. um and it blows my mind that distributors who are responsible for their client's brand, so many of them have questionable brands themselves. Why do you think that is, Kirby? Yeah, no, it's a it's a great question, and, and you know, it's always I, I don't want to be judge and jury on somebody else's stuff, but no, that that's my job. You just, <laughs> yeah, I just no. want to know why you think it is. Well, I think I, I, honestly, I think that it's because, and I think we're living through it. Um, our industry has a bit of an identity crisis. Um, you know, are we? It, it, I think you know I've told I've said we have an inferiority complex and that's part of it but part of it is exactly what you said right um, it, it actually reminds me a couple years ago I was at PPAI um, and I don't think I've ever told you the story but but um, I had a couple people come to me and say hey um, I wanted to pick your brain about something and um, we were sitting there 
And he's like, well, and the person I was talking to is like, well, you're a marketer. <laughs> we're at the expo, right? We're, we're at the PPA expo. Right. And I, I looked around. I'm like, well, technically, we're all supposed to be marketers. And that, that was when I had a bit of an epiphany is that a lot of people in our industry are salespeople who sell marketing products. They're not marketers. And there's a substantial difference. Um, and I, t- if you want to know the reason why you think that some of the marketing in our industry is bad, that's why, because they, they are, they fancy themselves marketers, but they're salespeople who sell marketing products. And there's a, and, there's and a difference. To an extent, I understand what you're saying and I even agree with it, but he, here's where I, I look at it. If I pick any other industry, it doesn't, doesn't really matter. If I pick any other industry where there is a large, uh, fractured distributor base and i can't think of one off the top of my head but like a travel agency comes to mind although they're not as pervasive as they used to be i'd say on average our branding is below average right whereas i don't look at other industries and think yeah as a whole that industry is really struggling with their own little identity and i, I know as an industry we are but that's ppai and asi to figure out really more ppai and i know they're doing the, the get in touch campaign which is a great thing and, and, I, and my goal with bringing this up is not to disparage any distributors i guess my point is hey man look at your logo look <laughs> at your brand and and remember one thing, and, and you've heard me say this in, in education sessions I give, your brand isn't about what you think it is. Right. Your brand is what is about what I think it is and what it makes me feel when I look at it. You know, I'll pick on ASI for a minute just because we, we haven't talked a lot about ASI. and you know, Usually we're picking on or, or extolling the greatness of PPAI, and there's good pros and cons of both organizations. But if you look at the, the branding of ASI, that is like the worst logo on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> for the fact, first of all, it stands for advertising specialties, which is you know that that'd be like me making a reference to the Andy Griffith show. It's a little bit outdated. <laughs> sure, um, sure. And then and then the way the logo is, it's just outdated, and I don't think it reflects the good work that ASI does. So I'm, I'm not really disparaging ASI. I'm just saying, man, your logo sucks. Right. Well, or maybe I, well, at least to me, at least to me, and maybe other people really like it. Again, I just think. I think it's incumbent upon everybody. I don't care what industry you're in, whether you're in this industry, you're a supplier, distributor, whatever, service provider, or out of our industry. I think every organization should be looking at their brand first, then their logo every three years. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's it. it that's one of those things that I think is easy to say and hard to do. Um, you know, um, it is. We all get married to our brands. We yeah, do in our logo. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, no, I think your point is right. And I, again, I, I guess it's one of the reasons I do support this get in touch campaign is just the sense that we – my hope is that as we raise the level of you know education and sort of our own thought process about our own industry – that will take our brands a little bit more seriously. And I, I my hope is, you know, that's not something that's overnight though. You know, I, I no. think it's, it's one no. that as we, we, we all need to get better. It's just the, the same thing of all of us having the same website. We need to show differentiation. And I know that's a big pet peeve of yours too. It is a itch I scratch on a daily basis, but yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so I guess my point with all this is, Hey, anybody who listens to this podcast, if you have control of your brand, not your personal brand, if you have control of your company brand, right? There's a very different uh, thing there. If you haven't really taken a hard look at it in the last three years, you may want to do that. So that that's kind of how I wanted to lead us off today, uh, Dr. Hossaman. 
That's a good one, man. I like it. It's a it's a thought provoking topic. I'll be anxious to to get feedback on that from the from the peeps listening for sure. Absolutely. Now, what do you have for us this morning, Kirby? You know, uh, actually, the the idea that you're heading to LDW is uh, got me thinking about investing. Um, you know, we we talk a lot, and you just you know to transition investing in your brand, right? Investing in um um you know, other parts of your business. But I think one of the most underutilized things in our industry, in any industry, is the investing in your, you know, your own asset, you. And so I wanted to commend you on, you know, kind of investing the time and the money, because it's both, right, Um, to go to an event like this. Um, I know you do these sort of events a lot, but I guess, why, what do you get out of them? What, what hope, um, when you go to an event like this, what do you hope to gain? Um, well, generally when I go to these events, I gain about four pounds and <laughs> uh, my liver hurts. Um, no, that's – well, it's true, but yeah, let's just pretend that's, that's true, not yeah. true. Sure. These type of events – what? I'm sorry? <laughs> I've been to these events with you. Yes, I know. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, because you're so – yeah, because if I'm not there, you're t- such the teetotaler. Oh, please. sure. For sure. Um, uh, <laughs> you have no, been a bad influence on me at many of these events, for sure. I, you know, maybe you are the bad influence. <laughs> maybe so, that's it. Anyway, um, so these events are th- – this is an opportunity to give back. Hmm. Um, this industry has been exceedingly good to me, personally, professionally. And, you know, LDW is for – regional volunteers Mm, so it's the people who volunteer their time their talent and and sometimes even financial to serve on a regional association board and i've had the honor of doing it on two locations when i lived in chicago i was on the ppa chicago board um and then when i relocated to tennessee they had these dumb bylaws that made me not be on the ppa chicago board (laughs) um but I've served on the, the uh, PPAMS board for this is I'm finishing my second year. Um, this year I was vice president, and I'm uh, being uh, going to be president next year, and it's an honor to do that. And, and I think so. What I get out of this to answer your question, um, I, it's an opportunity to give back. Mm-hmm. It's an opportunity to be active in a, uh, a leadership position. I'm not paid. Um, I, I you know, but I get a lot out of it, and, and so it's an opportunity to learn really how to run. A, a not-for-profit or a small not-for-profit board or help run a not, small not-for-profit board, you know, obviously with the help of very talented executive directors um, and other other volunteers. But it's an, also an opportunity to network. Um, you know, I find that the group of people that are willing to spend the time and burn the calories, because it it's a big calorie burn to do this stuff. Sure. Um, but for, for the, it's, it's, a, it's a great time to network with those folks. Um, and so I, I look forward to I get a lot out of it. it it's, I find it rejuvenating. Mm. Uh, I would almost compare it to, you know, it's, so I'd say it's, it's a good split of networking and education. Right. And, you know, I will use this platform as kind of my own little, uh, commercial, I guess. You know, if you haven't uh, been active in your regional board, and I don't know if you have, Kirby. Mm. Have you been on a regional not. board? Nope. I, you know, it's something you 
at the global, you should strongly consider. Now, there's a time commitment, sure. and, and sometimes it's frustrating because you want to get things done and you can't get things done. Um, but I would encourage everybody to do that because, you know, especially if you feel like this industry is giving you a lot. Um, so, you know, I'm very active in the volunteer community with PPAI. Like I said, I'm on the, the, the president of the PPAMS board. Um, I just was elected to the RAC board, which is the Regional Association Council, with, with which is the board of directors for all 27 regional associations and obviously promo kitchen so i'm I'm, i do quite a bit of not-for-profit and i always find i get more out of it than i could ever put into it yeah no and and your your point is is well taken and the services is appreciated i i these events that you know in ldw might be similar might be different i've not been to that one obviously but um you're right i what you said that um kind of struck me and I find it to be true whether it's an industry event or even outside of the industry I go to a lot of events that way it is rejuvenating it reminds me why I'm um, doing what I do and getting around a lot of energetic people really helps you kind of you know what I mean it it really kind of fires you up pumps you back up to go back to the office because you know just like anything else whether you're in sales or you're an entrepreneur there's a lot of decisions made in a what feels like a dark room by yourself and so Mm -hmm. To hear other people's triumphs and struggles, um, to go, okay, I'm I'm not alone. I'm not crazy. Um, there's a there's a lot of value in that. Yeah, and I think what makes this this uh, event a little different from like NALC, which you do, you know, the North American Leadership Conference, which you do pay quite a bit of money to go to. This is actually funded by both uh, PPAI and your regional association, mm, okay. so it's not costing me a dime to be down there. I mean, they they put that investment there, so I need to put my investment in time. So being on time to sessions and paying attention and being thoughtful in, in what I'm doing uh, is, is part as well. So now I'm going to kind of hit the tennis ball back to you virtually why haven't you thought about being on maybe you have thought about but why haven't you you know for opa opa's a really good uh, board or even uh, tispa you know i think you could probably either one no it's a great question and i'll tell you I, I was asked one time to serve on the board at the time i was actually president of city council here in um Kishocton, and i respect well la dee da well i was just no, that that's was awesome that was a fairly that. substantial time commitment at the – you know what I mean? It was just like there's just no way I could do both. Yeah, I couldn't even imagine. I, I, that's Actually, first of all, I didn't even know that. Congratulations. That's impressive. <laughs> yeah. But I, I get, totally get the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and so at the time, building the business, president of city council, family, all that stuff, I actually probably would be interested in OPA if um, that um, opportunity arose at some point. Um, and I kind of told him that at the time. I was like – the, the answer is not no, it's not now. Um, and so, no, I, I actually would for sh- sure entertain that. It's just a matter of, um, you know, finding the right situation. But, um, no, I, I think the uh, you're right. OPA does a really nice job. Um, I'm not as familiar with TISPA. They're just, a you know, we're, we're members of OPA and support okay. just about everything. So, yeah, that would be an interesting next kind of evolution for me in the industry for sure. It, it, it absolutely would, but you know, I, I totally get the time crunch because right now, like I said, I'm in, involved yeah, in three not for profits, and, and that's a lot yeah. right now. I mean, I, I'm at, I'm pretty much at my bandwidth for volunteerism at this point. Fair. So fair. All right. Well, do you have cool. Do you have any more topics? I do. Um, I would like to know 
if you have your portable Google machine handy, okay. your, te- your, your cell phone, I want to know what three must-have business apps are on your phone. And while you're looking and half-listening to me like you normally do, <laughs> I am going to share okay. three that I have that absolutely I love. Okay, bring it. Number one, number one as a small business owner. So number one is an app called Sideline. And what that does, it enables me to have a second phone number that utilizes the same cell service that I have, um, and it costs two ninety nine a month. I mean, it's almost nothing. Mm. Three bucks a month, and I have a separate business line. I have a separate voicemail going into that business line. Mm. My phone, when it rings, has a different ringtone, so mm. I know if it's a personal call or if it's a business call. And I find that to be extremely helpful in in making sure that I manage my time better. Um, you know, sometimes I don't. You know, I may not want to take a business call at nine o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. No, that's I cool. find. I find that one to be excessively useful. The second one is a app called Expensify. <laughs> it, are you familiar with Expensify? I've heard of it, but go ahead, please. It is it is a great thing. So as when I travel for clients, I um, obviously they they pay for my expenses, and it's you know no one likes to keep receipts. At all, so I have a dedicated credit card that I use just for brand debate, and I have it tied into Expensify. And so when I charge something, um, I can take a picture of that receipt, and it loads it right into a, a the app. And so at the end of the month, when I do my expenses, it's very easy to download. It takes me like ten minutes to do an expense report. Hmm. It's fantastic. So I don't and, and I don't have to carry around a lot of receipts because who yeah. wants to do that? Who wants to be that? <laughs> that's that's pretty cool. I like that. That's really good. Yeah. And then and what then was that one called? Expensify, right? Expensify. Expensify. Okay. And then the last one that I really like from a collaboration perspective is Wonderlist. W-U-N-D-E-R-L-I-S-T. And you get a group of people on there, and it's almost like a virtual chat room for projects. So we've used it for Promotional Products uh, Association of the Mid-South on several things where there's four or five of us collaborating in real time, and you can do it either on your desktop or on your phone, and it makes communication a lot more robust, again, because you can keep it just to a specific project, and you can invite people to be on it or not be on it. So those are three. I actually have quite a bit more, but those are three that I really use uh, quite often. Now, what about you? What What are three you use? No, oh, that's good. Um, so I'm going to give number one is going to be all the like I'm going to combine a bunch. So all the social media stuff. I uh-huh. that's that's what I use my phone a lot for. Right? Is Snapchat, uh-huh. Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and you know, as you know, I'm fairly active on all of those. Wait, um, wait a minute. You're on social media? I had no idea. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I mean, honestly, that's that's probably the biggest thing I use my phone uh, to do. Um, mm-hmm. So I know that's not revolutionary, but that, that that's what comes to my mind. Uh, number two, Trello. Um, and honestly, I need to, as I'm saying it out loud, I need to do a better job of utilizing that. But um, Trello is like a productivity app. Okay. So it's like a, it's like a to-do, online to-do list. And so... For example, I could have um, to-do lists for Hossman Marketing. I could have a to-do list just for me, and then I can access it both for my desktop and on there. And what I like is, like, let's say that one, like, I can look at the board for my team members. 
so I can see what's on the plate of my designer on video guy, all that sort of thing. And I can look at that and it's updated in real time, which is really Mm -hmm. cool. So when they finish a project, I can actually get a notification on that, which is, that's a pretty cool one. And then the final one is audible. Um, you know, I like to read, but Mm -hmm. then part of, you know, just being on the go a lot is I've been listening to a lot of books. And so, um, that's a place that I spend a lot of time and energy and, um, is trying to, to grow in that way. Um, outside of going to events, right. That's a, from my perspective, that's a way for me to invest. And so Mm -hmm. audible. So those are my, those are three off the top of my head. Those are really good ones. Those are, those are awesome stuff. That's great. Well, cool, man. You got a topic. You got a topic for us. I do. We're we're at about twenty right now, so um, okay. I'm I'm going to make it a quick one. Um, you know, one of the things you know, I think I speak for three hundred and ten million Americans when I say I'm ready for the election to be over. Um, uh, I'm, I'm ready for the the vile and the hate and yeah. all of that <laughs> to just go away. Um, I, and I know it won't go away, but. In the spirit of that, you know, one of the things I've said is that we have at least some level of control over that, whether what Mm -hmm. we ingest, but also what we put out. So sort of my thought for the day is kind of a challenge, a call to arms to you and to me and to anybody listening to this is to push out one positive thing per day. And I wanted to see what you think of that sort of idea of a challenge, whether it's send a thank you card reach out and just say something nice. We, we need a movement of positivity in our world today, in my opinion. I, I, I agree. And, and I'll start off by saying I am positive that this election sucks. Um, <laughs> but I don't, I don't, I, I don't think, I don't think that's what you're looking for, Kirby. So um, I will, I will play it straight. Uh, no, you're right. I mean, it, the, uh, never have I been so uninspired by, <laughs> Uh, two potential leaders yeah. than I have this year, and I think I don't think I'm in. I don't think I'm alone in that boat. No. Um, uh, having said that, it is still a privilege and an honor to live in the United States. Um, and when you think about the fact that we're you know 225, 230 years old, and every four years, except when uh, a sitting president has been reelected, we have a complete transfer of government that's peaceful. Yeah. And when you think about that, uh, I, I think that's a positive thing to think about. I, I was yeah, I was raised in in. Um, my dad, who, who I don't quote a whole lot, but I was raised in the belief that no matter who is elected president, remember that they are doing the best they can and they love this country as much as you do. Mm. Um, I'm struggling with that with the two ding dongs we've got running right now. <laughs> I, I, I really am. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, I am very moderate in my political leanings, and, and I'm not going to get into a political big thing, but you know, I'm, I'm probably like a lot of people. I am socially very liberal. I am fiscally very conservative and you know, uh, I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan of Barack Obama, but I would never question that he loves his country any more, any less than I do. And I think he has done the best job that he can do. So while I am uninspired by our political, uh, battle right now, sure. I'm very positive on, on the future of our, our country, and I think you're right. We should probably stop with the uh, negativity. And anybody, if you think that your political posts on Facebook are going to cause anybody to rethink their position, <laughs> you're wrong. Got some bad news for you. 
So I think I like your idea of doing one one nice thing a day, and I'll give people a suggestion. I love it. May I do that? Yeah. I want everyone listening to this podcast, go to your LinkedIn and look at the people you are connected to on your LinkedIn and find someone who has positively impacted your career in some way and unsolicited, write them a recommendation. Don't call them. Don't ask them if you can. Just write them a recommendation. It'll make you feel fantastic and it'll make the person who receives that recommendation feel twice as fantastic. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that a lot. Um, and it, if you want to take it another, uh, since you made a suggestion, I'll make one too. Send them Please a card. do. Send them a card because there is, you know, we all stand over or most of us stand over the trash can when we're opening our mail. Um, a greeting card that says, thank you for your impact on my life will will stand out, my friends. So do that. That is a great. That's a great one, Kirby. I love that. All right, man. Well, that's a that's a good way to to wrap it up, I think. But uh, do we want to? Um, I, you know what? I want to say something positive if I can, yes. Kirby. I want to thank a very positive member of our community. Yep. Company that might happen to sponsor this particular <laughs> podcast. The good people of Bay State Specialty Company. Absolutely. Because I, I am positive that they provide an innovative line of healthcare, housewares, desk and office promotional products. I'm equally positive, Kirby, that if you would like to get in contact with the good people at Bay State, you can do that by visiting baystate.com. Awesome. awesome. I'm also positive they'd be pretty happy if you did. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, thanks, man. It's good to, good to talk to you and uh, enjoy the enjoy the event. Absolutely. No, I appreciate it. And uh, I look forward to our next uh, our next unscripted at a time of our choosing. Yeah. Talk to you next time, buddy. All right. Bye. Once again, thank you for listening to Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. As always, brought to you by the good people at Promo Corners Identity Marketing, the interactive tool for promotional products professionals.